Welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show with your hosts, Jeremy Barker, Aaron Arms, and Chad Niddle. Well, Chad Niddle's not actually here, but we have Neil Crabtree, friend of the show and former uh, fill-in co-host. He has done an episode with us. It was probably, what, Arms in the first 30 to 40 episodes? Yeah, Yeah, it's been a while ago. It's been a little while ago. But Neil's back with us, uh, covering for Nit, who's out chasing concert dreams and (laughs) doing wacky things. Boy, that was an old statement. But hey, welcome to the show. We, uh, it's me, Bark, Arms to my left. Good morning. And Neil. To my right, not knit, but Neil. Not quite as skinny and skinny and lanky. That's for that's for sure. None of us are. It's <laughs> no. okay. It, this is actually not, more not as handsome. This actually makes a lot more sense. You now get a stare at three actual men-sized men, as opposed full to two men size, and a baby armchair quarterbacks. Yeah, full adult-sized armchair quarterbacks. Yeah, absolutely. Not so, somebody who can actually play football currently. Yeah, none of the three of us. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> All right, Niddle, Niddle probably could make a high school team as a receiver, I would right. imagine. Well, I don't know. He's got the injury. He's, no, been, he's been beat up a lot lately. Yeah, beating it up. It's definitely rough on him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, those, uh, those nighttime-related injuries, when you just pull something or hurt something, it's hard to tell how he did it and what he was doing, but... You know, maybe maybe just a couch was involved in getting up off the couch. Stretch more. Stretch more. Yeah. And you know, you know, get off the couch. You know, you get get off the couch, stretch more, you'll be fine. I agree. But anyways, today's episode, of course, we're going to talk about some league topics before we get rolling too much. But we are going to touch on 2019 running back prospects. We're going to give you kind of our rankings and tell you a little bit about what we think about each guy. Don't get us wrong. We've done some research into this, but man, I'm not really excited about this because there is not a single running back that pops off the page this year. There's nobody who I'm, I feel is going to walk in and be the difference maker at running back on their team. Now, with that being said, there are teams that need running backs. Yeah, definitely. But I mean, even to look at, let's say the bills, right? Shady McCoy getting up there. That former Antonio Brown's old team. Yeah, Antonio. Right. Yeah. Antonio Brown's yeah. old team. You know, you've got like Shady's archaic and clearly wasn't I just got that for you. Oh, clearly I put mine in the fridge. Wasn't what? himself. You know, we we know that compared to what he had been in the past. He's just he's on a steady decline. But is anybody in this year's draft like an immediate market upgrade from or from uh, Shady McCoy? This, this uh, is actually a first, don't you think? Like, I think yeah. I think the answer is yes. But uh, your point is well taken because it, it it's debatable. I mean, they're going to be upgrades based on like availability. <laughs> I mean, how many how many years have we done you know fancy football? Every yeah, year it's like 15, 20. I mean, the, for me it's twenty. In the top some. five picks, you're always wanting wanting one of the elite running backs. Yeah. Yep. That's not happening at all. Yeah, if you have Nobody. to take DK Metcalf in a, with a top five pick, it's not a good draft. I know he's a physical freak. It's an anomaly. But he's also he's also terrifying. I'd be terrified to draft him. It, Tom Brady beat him in what the three cone. Uh, <laughs> he's in the bottom corner. The dude doesn't have that. he doesn't have wiggle or lateral quickness to get in and out of breaks. He's a straight line. Throw it up, grab it, and this guy's going to go in the top five picks of a lot of dynasty drafts, and I just don't like it. I don't like this draft at all. So to to 
think that you have to spend a top three pick on a running back? I mean, for God's sakes, two of them are from Alabama, and we don't know which one's the better one. I mean, we think it's Josh Jacobs, but it's not. I don't think that's not necessarily true. I don't think we're going to see it again because you never see the one through three not being a running back in yeah. drafts. I mean, it, a few years back, we had what suck for luck, right? You know that that thought right. process. We had um, suck for Saquon as well. Su- suck was, for Saquon, yeah. Saquon Zeke number one, and all that. You know what I mean, it, yeah, and we had someone in our mind that. Is the game changer? This guy's going to walk in day one and change my team. Going to be going to upgrade me at whatever position that, of need. There was receivers in the past few years that I mean, maybe we missed on them, like Corey Corey Davis, huge right. huge letdown. But there was receivers that we had had comfort in. But this year's draft, you're just looking at like, man, yeah. do I take the best player available? Okay, let me Google who the best player available is. Yeah, really. Because even if you're at like 106, you're still not even locked into taking a running back at that point. No, because the wide receivers are loaded. I mean, you're going to end up. Yeah, it's a great draft for wide receivers. Having picked six through 12, you're in good shape. Yes, I love it. Yeah, but even still with the wide receivers, there's a lot of them. But are we comfortable with one of them being the next Odell Beckham Jr.? More comfortable than a running back pick, I guess. You're exactly right Right. there. I'll take, I, I'll take I my chances well. on DK Metcalf being the next uh, Calvin Johnson before, I even take, before I'll take yeah. Damian Harris being the next, uh, you know, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. DK's ones I won't even take ahead of a lot of, of like two or three receivers anyway, but he's still going to go like first or second. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, people are going to fall in love with, you know, the, the how impressive he looks. Yeah. Looks like Atlas. I mean, yeah. rock solid. He's definitely a beast. I'm not falling for the chiseled looks of DK Metcalf, but. When's the last time a guy came out looking like that at wide receiver and I, was successful in the NFL? We all three know the – well, okay, you well, said successful. Well, David Boston was successful. For a if minute. We're gonna go with right. that. For a, a minute. He had like a couple 1,000, 1,300-yard seasons, and then, of course, his body broke down. But was him. he that big when he came out, though? Mm-hmm. I forget, that's what I thought. He was, he was actually kind of a – Oh gosh, he was um, smallish at Cardinals when he came out. Yeah, but I can't remember that Ohio State had a, a guy, Devin. Uh, God, what's his name? Anyways, a, kind of a lankier guy, Devin Smith. Yeah, like that's that's the build right. that he had. Just nothing, nothing that's you're like wow. And then three years later, you're like, who's the who's the tight end split out for the the Cardinals? Oh, oh, that's Dave Boston. <laughs> Yeah, who, who's the defensive end split out? Yeah, who's the middle the linebacker that's playing wide receiver? Yeah, he was a beast, man. But and that's why they started uh, drug testing in the NFL. Pretty much, it was pretty much because uh, of David Boston. Well, well before then, you, you know, everyone knew the linebackers were juicing like crazy, defensive and offensive linemen juicing like crazy. But you didn't have those uh, those wide receivers that would destroy linebackers until David yeah. Boston came along. It's pretty nuts. But enough about old DK Metcalf, but. I mean, Neil's spot on. If you so, let's start it out like this. I mean, we might as well work our way from front to back. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> and uh, I mean, who? If you have one hundred and one, we're talking running backs. We're talking twenty nineteen rookie running backs. So we've got one hundred and one. What running back? It, who is it? Is there a running back worth the pick? Let's pretend there is. And which one is it, Neil? Since you're our guest. Who, who is it? If you have 101 and you have a dire need at running back, who's the number one running back in this draft, pre-draft, in your opinion? Obviously, situations can change when teams draft guys. Uh, who, who is it? Who is it for you? 
the kid from Ohio State as much I hate it. I mean, he's not definitely not he's not worth it. Weber. Weber? I don't You would take Weber one oh one. Weber's I, per, I personally wouldn't, but he's the running back I like the most out of the But you're at one oh one and you need a running back. Trade. Pre draft. We're, we're pretending we don't know where they're going. Maybe Weber does go to the Jets and becomes their starter and they don't sign I, Tevin if Coleman I, or whoever. I mean, not knowing the situation, I'll probably take probably Justice Hill, maybe. Okay. Not, there's there's another testament to it. 5'10", 185, I think, Justice Hill. Not yeah, not going to be a, an every down back. Probably no. not going to be a pounder, but he, 101? I mean, I mean maybe. He, the comp that I've seen to Justice Hill is Gio Bernard. Like, there was a lot of excitement a few years back about Gio Bernard, but is that who you want as your starting running back coming in? I mean, it, Justice Hill's not, like, stupid fast. He's fast. He's quick, right. but he's not... He's not like Saquon fast, and he doesn't. He's not scary fast. He's faster than most, I guess is my point. He's just not elite speed. And then again, I mean, we're talking times that he he ran times like Kareem Hunt ran at the combine. I mean, he's very similar to that. I mean, but in towards the top of this year's running back class in speed with a four or five. Uh, For me, it's going to be Damian Harris, Um, because just. Body of work, you know, he, I know he's got a little bit more miles on him than some of these other guys just based on the years he played at Alabama. But I just, I mean, I think his senior year averaged like almost six yards of carry. Like in the SEC, six yards of carry adds a little bit in the pass game. Right. Give me that. I'll take that. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go Josh Jacobs. I'm going to go with kind of the norm of what's going on right now. And I, I'm not worried about the fact that he didn't have the body of work. I, I think. I think that Alabama's kind of proven, except for the whole Tua and uh, who would uh, fr- what? No, Tua uh, and Tua uh, and Josh uh, Hurts that fast. Jalen Hurt, like like typically they stick with their seniors mm-hmm. and their juniors, and so I, I really do think that Josh Jacobs was just lack of opportunity. I don't think it was lack of talent. I mean, I think right. both those guys are going to be really good, but from what people were talking about at the combine. And from what they saw uh, from Josh Jacobs on the Alabama practice field, I guess on the practice field at Alabama, he looked like the best back on the team. That's saying a lot considering Damian Harris is probably a top three running back in this draft. So I'm going to stick with Josh Jacobs. I mean, he's he's physically gifted. And I think with the right opportunity, I think he, he could be worth the 101, but I'm not excited about it. But he is my number one rookie running back coming in. This it. is probably the most... Um... Who was the kid out of Fresno State that went to San Diego? You know, the one, one that was hurt all the time. Yes. How long ago? Replaced uh, uh, Ladanian Penny? Thompson. Oh, no. Ladanian. The kid who replaced him. Yeah, Ferris loved him. Oh, oh what is his name? Man. Ryan. It is Ryan. Uh, Ryan Matthews. Yes. Yes. Ryan, Ryan Matthews. Matthews. Okay. Okay. Like that's who that the guy who does that. My who, answers who goes, are questions. Ryan Matthews. Yeah, <laughs> the guy who goes into that situation to where you're like, okay, he's walking into the the prime spot. That's who's going to go number one, and I don't know who it is. Like, it, it's like whoever's going to get drafted by the Bills is going is going to be the number one overall, or or the or the uh, not the Colts, excuse me, the Jets. Like that's right. that's that's who you're taking as the number one overall running back. Yeah, if a Bell Cow gets drafted to the Jets, that's kind of like a simple snag. Yeah, I mean, for the love of God, anybody can do better than what Isaiah Crowell did. <laughs> Give someone 16 games, and you're like, okay, here you go. You actually have talent. Let's see what you can do. It's going to be near a thousand yards because Crow got 700. 
I just don't trust any of the guys. I just don't do it. I just can't. Just the slightest bit off topic. Bruning drafted Olivier Vernon in our new league, the Back Row Invitational. That, that is a homer pick if I've ever seen you. You do not draft Olivier Vernon in round 13. Bruning. Just a hey, Bruning. Sorry. Bruning, I'm telling you, if he if he is moved to a defensive end, what? I don't mind it. What? If he's moved, if they he's a line, he was a linebacker in uh in New York, but if they play him as a hand in the ground defensive end for the Browns, I don't hate that pick. Uh I'm gonna go opposite of Miles Garrett. Who's gonna draw the double teams? Every uh, time every time you have to scheme for Miles Garrett, that's gonna help Olivier Vernon, who, by the way, what, two years ago was top three in sacks in the NFL, if not number one. It was off topic, I'm sorry. But <laughs> before we get on to our number two rookie running back, let's uh let's talk about some of the happenings that we kind of skipped over because the, the the path led us to running back in one oh one. But let's talk about what kind of happened over the past couple days. We have Antonio Brown traded to the Bills, but pretty much says, nope, not happening, and the Bills pull out. Smartly, smart move on the Bills, yeah. but how, do, how does this make us feel about Antonio that we may have felt before? Well, considering or, he's probably going to be a Raider. Is he going to veto that, though? Is he going to say no way? Or is he going to roll with it? Is he going to be like, well, sure, okay. The reaction I'm seeing is that he's going to roll with it. Really? I haven't, I haven't heard that he's, like, the rumors I'm hearing is out of his camp is they're saying he's going to be a Raider. So that's not him saying, I'm not playing in that trash hole. <laughs> right. Like he did with Buffalo. He's not doing the Drake meme and denying it. Right? Well, I mean, you at least got Gruden, and you, you have Derek Carr, which I still believe can be a, a solid quarterback in the league. I think he's a little shell-shocked right now. I think he's where... We had this competition where we had Dak and uh, In Carr, Derek Carr. Yeah. Derek Carr. I did. I yeah. almost said David because I'm a '90s kid. Yeah. But we had that competition. But I think Derek Carr is exactly where Dak was in 2017. His confidence is shot, and if they can get him a line and a few playmakers, not named Amari Cooper, he might be able to. He might be able to dig his way out of it. He he's not beyond repair. Well, put, uh, that, basically what I'm saying. That, that's the perfect phrase. He's you not put this way. If Brown goes to Raiders, okay, there's going to be tons of excitement there because I think they have, what, five picks in the first two rounds? Yeah, but are they going to give up? No, but there's going to be excitement at least because right, last season it was all doom and gloom. Everybody's down the dumps, yeah, turmoil. So it might bring Antonio might bring excitement to that team. Yeah. He I, can. That's yeah. my opinion. Plus, like I said, all these new picks. So, and, so he, he'll be the best target cars ever had. Yeah, no doubt about that. I mean, he's still an elite talent at wide receiver. There's no no question. The Mari stopped yeah. caring at some point until we got to yes. Dallas. Exactly. So, and it showed. Amari pulled, right. pulled a, uh, a Randy Moss. Yeah. Like, all right, well, let's go to a winner, and I'll show you. The, the right. team sucks. I'm not going to even try. And then all of a sudden, shows up a couple 200 yard games. You're like, what the heck? Raiders yeah. can easily flip around to a playoff team next year. That's my. That's, <sighs> That's my hot take. If people are actually like in the mood to play and little not fuego. sour, a little fuego, eh? Very fuego. No, but yeah. it's true though. Like everybody's down to dumps, the, the, the turmoil in the locker room. If everybody's happy, I can see it. I can actually see it being a playoff team. If the chips fall correctly, Tough division, all right, all right. Nine to seven. If the chips fall where they need to, and that means getting a Nick Bosa, you know, with your top pick, and addressing, you know, offensive line. Throughout the draft, right. addressing wide or excuse me, not wide receiver. If they do get a B, addressing running back throughout the draft, you know, addressing some of the defensive issues they've got. Like 
you're right. They do have the ability to turn around, turn around because they have, I guess, the firepower. I mean, they're starters. It's not like this isn't a fantasy draft. This is real life. There's a starter at pick 25. They got. They have Josh Jacobs going there at 24 to him. Perfect. Immediate starter. Immediate starter. The Raiders' offensive line isn't as. I mean, they're what a year and a half, two years away, away or removed from being the second best offensive line in the league outside the Cowboys. They were a bunch of cardboard cutouts last year, though. <laughs> I don't know what was wrong. So I don't know either. But I mean, up. maybe part of it was because they knew damn well they didn't have a running back worth of no. salt behind them. You know, if you don't have a, a, a viable running game, what do you, offensive linemen are notoriously love to block for the run? It's easier to block for the run than it is for the pass. Right. So because you, you're moving forward, you're trying to push people out of the way. If you don't, it's like all right, we're pushing people out of the way, but this old man behind us is so slow. That yeah, he's getting hit in the backfield, and he looks like you know it looks like we're trash. But at the end of the day, he's just not getting through anything. He's not hitting the hole. You know, sorry. I as much as I love Marshawn Lynch as a person, as, right. as an NFL running back, he his he was done. He should have never came back. Now he should he was fine. He should have stayed playing before he retired, and he, I think it'd been fine. But coming back, I think it was a mistake. Yeah, I I, I mean I, I won't I won't say mistake. But and, uh, other things, Olivier Vernon traded to the Browns. The Browns are already making moves again. And there's more trades. Michael Bennett to the Patriots. I we, love that. Got, yeah, Zeitler. Uh, what the Browns do? They sent Zeitler away for uh, – it was Olivier Vernon. Olivier Vernon. So, I, I mean, Zeitler's some, gone. Some Vernon or pick swapped or something there, yeah. too. Yeah, Nick Foles reportedly definitely going to the Jags, supposedly. Case Keenum to the Redskins uh, in what I think was a great – Let's talk about that one for a second. Like, I think it's a good get for the Redskins because Alex Smith is going to be out for a while. Colt McCoy, Keenum is better than Colt McCoy. And for what they paid for him, it was basically a seventh for a sixth and Keenum. That's so, awesome. I mean, right. yeah, I mean, it's, you're, you're scratching lottery tickets in the sixth and seventh round. Yeah. But we heard all the rumors about Rosen to the Redskins. I mean, that's, that all, can't, that can't happen now. That's right? all, that's all but then. Yeah. Well, Rosen to start for any team in the NFL should be dead at this point. Oh, quit. Give the kid an offensive line. <laughs> give, give him some the kid the, Give the kid the passion to play, and I'll change my mind. Give him something. I just I don't think that he has the passion for the game. I'm sorry. I just never have. I agree with you. We said this last year. Said it preseason, yeah. But he that doesn't all, mean, he was that cocky, doesn't, too, wasn't he? Like mm-hmm. he yeah. Oh, yeah. But that doesn't mean you can't develop something or become – you know, some kind of a consummate pro without being the most passionate guy. Like, I still think, I, just like Derek Carr, it's, 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 he's not dead in the water. Like, I get it. You know, he could be Jared Goff. I understand that. You know, all sucks his first year and then turns it on with, you know, the right situation around him. But let, let's not forget, Jared Goff had a stellar coach backing him, right? Teaching him the, the way of the game. And... Does Josh Rosen have that, or is he going to get in a situation where he has that? There's only a few coaches in the NFL that are, you know, that great offensive mind that is great with the quarterback. They're, yeah, uh, most of them have their quarterback already. Let's we'll just put it that way. Right, and the landing spots that they're saying he should go to is not a, welcome, a welcoming spot either. You're talking about the Giants? Well, for Rosen, generally, if he's a Giants, yeah, he's going to be on his back. Yeah, and we're talking about a, a kid, rookie, sacked a lot, you know, I mean, if you're sacked a lot with the Cardinals, the Giants' offensive line is not that much better. Now, they look better at the end of the year, and maybe they did gel. Maybe there's some chemistry built up, and, you know, they kind of learned their assignments a little bit better. But, 
Man, that's uh, not a great situation for a non-veteran to go into. Well, having a Saquon Barkley running game is a lot better than a David Johnson running game. That's, well, a, lot yeah. better. that's a lot better than a quarterback. Yeah, yeah but David is. Johnson's not trash. He's let's, not. Let's just really, like they used him wrong most of the season. I mean, that was an issue. But when has Dave Johnson really been like a high volume guy? Like even in his his, his, his year before he got injured, his volume was a lot closer to a uh, Alvin Kamara than it really was like what a Saquon Barkley did. Well, he had, his stats from saying that year was a sixteen. It wasn't. It wasn't ridiculous. I, but did, I, correct. I don't think he broke a thousand yards on the ground. That he had a lot in the it was passing close, game, like eighty some passes, maybe. Yeah, was, I think he did. I don't think he did. I'm serious. Whenever I tell you, his numbers were very Kamara like. By the way, he came back from injury. Then yeah. system was changed. Switch of OCs. We also got Carlos Hyde. That happened. Carlos right. Hyde to Kansas City. Which uh, it's a one-year, two-point-eight million-dollar deal. They paid him a, a decent amount of money, but I think this is huge for Damian Williams owners. If you own him, I'm not as afraid of of actually rolling him out as a starter in fantasy leagues because Carlos Hyde, listen, he showed that he could be good with the Browns. I agree. He was solid with the Browns. If he I'm was not, not he for was Jacksonville. Like top five in rushing for the first four or five games. Yes. Then he went to Jacksonville. Didn't work out. I don't think it's going to work out in Kansas City. I think he can be a solid number two back. Mm -hmm. Ten carries a game. Probably will do okay with him. But I think this means Damian Williams gets 15 to 20 carries a game and all the passing work. I think more than anything, it it ensures that Kansas City is not addressing running back in the draft. Yes. Like, I think that's that's what's important here. The Carlos Hyde signing, even as a high state fan, it means nothing almost for Carlos Hyde. Like, you might get some opportunity because the Chiefs are up by 20 points. Right. But are you really going to play that much? Are you really going to get you know a lot of carries in the game? I don't think so. And he he's tolerable in the passing game, not good. That transaction says a lot about Jacksonville, too, that they're actually confident that Fournette's going to stay healthy and Yeldon is enough to... Or are they... Considered... Well, Yeldon's a free agent, so... Well, th- there's talks they want him still, but who knows? I don't think they can afford him. I think somebody they will can. give more money. But I, I, mean, I thought they will, Jackson, but... We'll see Jacksonville draft back. We'll see Jacksonville end up with a David Montgomery or a Benny Snell. That's what I was going to say. I, yeah, yeah. If they got Snell, I think I'd be solid, but... Yeah, I think that's going to happen. I just don't think they're going to put all their chips on Fournette. He's already proven that he's hurt all the time. When he's healthy, fine. I mean, he's typically... He wasn't that good last year when he was healthy, but he can be. But... Yeah, but, I expect them to come out of this draft after signing Nick Foles. If that actually happens, it's not official. Uh, I think they definitely need to use a pick on a. Their defense is already good. They right. need running they, back insurance. Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't they just cut one of their starting defensive tackles? Malik Jackson, mm-hmm. but he, well, he hasn't been good in a year or two. Okay. He hasn't been real good. Money-wise also. Yeah. Right. So. And they have a good. They have a good receiving core too. Ready for him. They're young. They're mm-hmm. young. It, the, that's the, the, big, the scariest thing about Jacksonville's offense. Is they've got somebody. They have somebody who can be a number one wide receiver. Somebody. And I don't know who. They're all like. It could be yeah. Day Day. It could be Keelan Cole. It could be DJ Shark. I don't know. DJ Shark. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm big on that guy. I think he's solid. Who DJ Shark? I've yeah. been trying to acquire him everywhere yeah. that I can because he's he was the best athlete in last year's draft class. I just like him. There's just something about old DJ. I, I really wanted to be able to. Say DJ Chark, do, 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 thousand yards, do, 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 do. didn't happen. Nope. Maybe, not maybe this year. I mean, maybe this year. They. I mean, we got Keelan Cole, D.D. Westbrook, and DJ Chark. I mean, uh, what was it? Was it Moncrief 
last year? Yeah, well, I mean, he's gone. He's not going to be there. Well, it's because so. what Moncrief does now. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go to a team on a two-year deal. I'm only going to get to play one year. He goes and sleeps in somebody's couch and leaves. <laughs> That's what he does, right? I'm telling you Pretty right much. now, Dante Moncrief knows better than to actually get a lease on an apartment. He's like, all right, I know yeah. I'm getting $2 million, but you care if I crash on your couch? Yeah, it was an Airbnb throughout the season. Yeah. <laughs> I got to throw in Miami released Danny Amendola. He's an older receiver, but he'll last. He'll probably sign with the Patriots and that catch was sixty actually, balls. Actually, my thought. I sincerely think that he's going to go for like veteran minimum to the Patriots. He should. Martellus Bennett wants to come out of retirement right. and play for the Patriots now that Michael yeah. Bennett has had never been. I am, I am super excited about the Bennett signing. Michael uh, Bennett. I forgot you're a Patriots. Fan. Michael Bennett. Yeah, but Mar- if you're talking Next, about Martellus. Nobody cares. I mean, I think I think that's a good signing too, especially if Gronk doesn't come back. You know, I'm, if he doesn't come back, they got rid of the, the Wayne Allen's not there anymore. They don't have anybody. It wouldn't surprise me if they addressed tight end this year's draft. Their pick they haven't taken up. No, a fan kid. That's why. That's what I keep seeing. But, I mean, they don't have to go in the first round. You know, and he's worth. And, he's worth it. Yeah, I know, but like the tight end out of Alabama was Irv Smith. Mm. Yeah, someone like that. It's like fine. You know, they they the the Patriots uh, Patriots have proven time and time again. You don't have to be the best athlete to succeed on their team. You don't have to be you know jumping off the page statistically in college to succeed on their team. You can just show up, and Tom Brady, terrific Tom, is going to make you successful. Know how to run a route and catch a ball. <laughs> That's all it is. Or just know how to get open, right? Because I can tell you right now, Julian Edelman does not run routes. <laughs> He just gets open. Like, they're, the route and Julian Edelman's route tree is like, break somewhere between three and 15 yards out, but break to the inside. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okie dokie. That's Patriots offense. That's why if Golden Tate goes there, he's going to soar right back to a 1,300 yard crazy. receiver. I think he fits perfectly in there, too. That, oh, he would. Man, that's scary. If Golden Tate goes there, everything, all the, all the Kevin Hogan. No. Golden Tate is going to be an absolute stud. I, I like Hogan, but that, that, that's apples and oranges. Tate's insane. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm baking on with my last pick in the uh, at the Brill, the back row in, Invitational League. The Brill. I real. I wanted Golden Tate, but I'm like, you I, have it, him in a league. Well, I know you yeah, want to switch it up. Right. So it was bad. either Golden Tate or Gronk, and Gronk's sitting there literally in the twelfth round. I'm like, huh. Oh, yeah, you got to. <laughs> like, I got to, right? You might retire, but got, you still have to. I got O.J. Howard, yeah, but, I mean, it's not like he's the healthiest guy It makes me mad seeing him sit there. It's like, he, ha- he has to be gone. I have to take him just out of principle. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it, the, the disrespect has gone too <laughs> right. far, right? Why is he there? Yep. Let's, uh, let's take our number one running back and put him on a team. I'll, I'll just, as an example, uh, Josh Jacobs, I, I think somehow, someway ends up on the Jets. I don't think the Jets actually get anybody in free agency somehow. So I think Josh Jacobs ends up as a New York Jet. And uh, that that's that's 101 worthy to me, even though it's really not. But, I mean, 101, ha- you got to pick somebody. <laughs> so if Josh Jacobs is a Jet, I'm, I'm willing to possibly spend 101. If you have to pick a guy. Thank God I don't have 101 in any league. So, so you're Damian. Uh, Damian Harris. Okay. If I'm Damian Harris, my idea landing spot is probably the Oakland Raiders. The the need, and this isn't me being a homer, the need and the fit. Because I feel like Buffalo is going to want someone who is what Shady is, which is a Justice Hill. Right. All right. And Damian Harris is the, the type of guy who can go in and be a, a lesser version of uh, Marshawn Lynch in his prime. 
You know, I, I don't think he's got that kind of talent, but it's a, it's a more similar running or more similar gameplay style, and and more of what the Raiders have always done. You know, John Gruden does does he want scat backs? No, I mean no, ne- never has. They locked down Jalen Richard with a tender as well, so that's you're right. They got they got their scat back. Jalen Richard is more than a scat back, I think, but they got their scat back. But you've you've got Damian Harris that's. Proven that he has the ability to succeed in the SEC. Proven that he's a smart player because you got to be a smart player to play in Nick Saban's offense. And th- I mean, there's my fit. That that is the the best fit for me for that guy. See, like the guy I will take. I mean, I said Weber. Mike Weber. I like him the most, but I don't see him like. I, I don't think he fits for Oakland or the Jets. So where I you think Weber's him? also a fit to the Bills. See, that's where I would take him. If he went to the Bills, I, I, I would. If I wasn't moving to pick, it's, I, this, the scenario is, is you have to pick the guy. Yeah. So yes, I would take him over the other two running backs if he landed at the Bills. That's that's where that's why I would do. I, I think it's a, a good move. He'd be there. in consideration for me, he and that's crazy because Weber's too. not even consideration as a top five back in most leagues in most fantasy circles. There, Online, he's not even. A there's top not five a back. lot of talk about Weber. Is, I am is at three. Slating between the first and the fourth round. Like right. there's no guarantee this guy's going to be a first rounder, and quite frankly, I don't fantasy think fantasy wise you mean right? No, no, yeah. I'm talking about in real life. Like, what Mike uh, Weber? Yeah, he's not going to be a first rounder. That, no, he's floating around like, like between day the twos in, and threes into the first, all the way into the fourth round. That, yeah. that's, I've not that's seen the into the first. I've seen anywhere from fourth to undrafted. Uh, he won't go undrafted, but I've seen it. But he could easily, if if he gets into the right situation, because I, I'm not even at Justice Hill, someone I know you're a big fan yeah. of. Like, it, does he have bell cow written on him? And I think Weber has enough in his game to add different facets. You know, play in all facets of the game. Whereas Hill was probably going to specialize more as a yeah, third down type guy. Yeah, it's just crazy. It's just it's really just a crazy year. It really is. It the, is. Grasping I mean, for straws. That's what we're doing. I think you're right. Let's uh, let's move on to our number two. Who is uh, our number two running back in this draft? Neil, we started with you last time. Starting with you again. Who's your number two back? And before you're done talking about why, where's he land? In your opinion, I like Justice. I mean, it's. I know my picks are unconventional, but that's okay. It, it I, really think I think they're all going to be unconventional it's this all, it, year. It, it really is. Listen, Dion Lewis, successful NFL running back. I love him as a Patriot. Too. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, they're, they're, you, he doesn't have to walk in and be the bell cow to be successful in the team. Right. I mean, I also think, I don't think Jets are actually going to take a running back soon. So I'm thinking he's going to be a, a, this a Jet. This be the draft to not, or to not do that. <laughs> you right. Know what I, mean? so I think he's going to be a Jet, and that's where I want him at. I'll buy that. Okay. I mean, the Jets are getting someone. I yeah, mean, I, eventually they're going to get somebody. Yeah. I'm going I'm going unconventional on my number two. My number two, that this is a scary one, but number two for me is Rodney Anderson out of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Injury concerns, like it, it is going to be scary if somebody takes him as a top five pick in fantasy drafts because the dude has missed more games than he's played. Mm-hmm. He, but when he's played, if if he did not have injury concerns, clear-cut number one overall running right. back in this draft, in my opinion. There's not much mileage on him either. Not much mileage on him. Dude, he has vision. He can make one cut and disappear. The guy has all the tools. 
he reminds me a lot of another Oklahoma guy, Joe Mixon, without maybe the patience behind the line. I think he likes to cut and get going quicker, but he's got a lot of similarities to Mixon. And I, if he could just stay healthy, he's definitely the top back in this draft for me. Unfortunately, he can't stay healthy, which <laughs> would re- give me reservations about picking him at all in the first round. But I'm a gambler this year on such a crap draft when it comes to offensive talent for fantasy because there's wide receivers. But are they going to be? Are they going to jump out of the gate and be great from the get go? I don't think so. So, Rodney Anderson to me, I actually would spend a top five pick on him as long as he landed in the right location. Uh, as far as that location goes, I think we might see him as a Chicago Bear. There is a reason why Bosa's will go probably 116, 115 in those fancy drafts this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because it'll be worth it. Yeah, exactly. It will be worth it. So my number two is going to be Josh Jacobs. Um, I'm, he's going south, though, even further south than, uh, than Tuscaloosa. He's going to Miami, and he's going to be the – all around back, you don't. I don't like it. I, no, I, I don't think Balaj. I'm a Drake guy. I get it. I don't think Balaj is the answer. I think Drake's more of a, a speedster kind of guy. I don't, no. When Drake got opportunities, I thought he was really, really I, I solid. Get it, but he, he's not. He, I, I don't like this year's draft class. And very well documented on our podcast, <laughs> right? But, but I feel like Josh Jacobs is a more complete get back than Kenyon Drake. So they're going to address it with uh, Josh Jacobs and that he's going to move into that starting role. Now, here's what I'm going to caveat this with. It wouldn't surprise me if he got rojoed. Okay? Never know. So he goes there in, you know, maybe the first round, maybe in the second round, and doesn't play much because Drake catches fire. That, uh, that wouldn't yeah. surprise me. Well, Belage looked pretty decent. I think that's where Jacobs at the end, Belage looked pretty decent when given a chance at the end of the year. Those guys are both young, and I believe they re-signed. I want to say they maybe maybe they didn't, but I want to think there was talks about Sonoris Perry is who I was thinking, right? But uh, they have so many needs. I, I don't think they'll be in the range to draft Jacobs. They they don't have a freaking receiver on that team. I mean, Kenny Stills is a solid receiver, but they need a couple more. Uh, they can't bank on Albert Wilson being. 100% You're asking healthy. me to put a play uh, uh, running back on a running back needy team, and that's what I'm. I'll doing. end it there. I was just that's saying. That's what I'm doing. Just, I'm a Miami fan, listen, so when I'm when not, I when I call one to the Raiders, you, you get you get at least three minutes to rebuttal. I'm not I'm not saying that that's that would be the right decision, but running back needy teams, quarterback needy teams, they're on the list. <laughs> they're on the list. You know, Miami's in trouble. Yeah, they are not. I can turn it around and make the playoff this year. No, they're, not, they're not a Raiders. Yeah. Boom. Okay. So, next guy. Lead us off, Neil. Who's your number three? Why and where are they going? I pretty much agree with Arms' pick on that one. But not necessarily the destination, but I think he is my three easily. But I, I don't see him going to the Dolphins. Not because Thank he, you. Thank he, you. He will go before Dolphins' third pick, at least. And Dolphins have so many needs, especially tackle. They need help, and it won't be that. Yeah, especially when they got solid, you know, serviceable guys like Drake. I just don't see it happening. All right. Well, my number three is David Montgomery. He's a lot of people's number I do, one. I do like him a lot. Me too. And and this is not a guy that's flashy. He's not going to be that guy. Of course. That's Alvin Kamara in it out there breaking off eighty yard runs. He's going to be the guy that you give the ball. He's either getting you four. 
or he's breaking tackles to get you 20 or 30. Wasn't he really slow at the combine? Oh, yeah, but who was it? 4'6'2". <laughs> who was it? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Like super slow or something he's, like that. Again, he's not a burner, but the way the guy plays. He reminds me of Sean Green. He runs hard, though. It's like, Iowa, Iowa State, you know, just a, a, a hard runner. That if, if given the right opportunity, I think they could be successful, but Sean Green never was. Go ahead, continue on. I, I agree there, but David Montgomery, the way he runs with the fer- ferocity, is that that's not even ferocity. Word. ferocity, ferocity, <laughs> sounds like a felicity, like a show on the CW. He's a Raider, man. This guy ha- plays like a Raider. The Raiders have the assets to bounce around in this draft. And take him in round two, maybe late round two, early round three. They have the assets to get it done, and they're a running back needy team. And I think David Montgomery fills an immediate, immediate need as a young potential beast mode light. I like him. Okay. At, I like him at the Jets too. If it went late enough, I think he fits that mold too. And nobody, yeah, the Jets like pounders. They got yeah, Isaiah Crowell, who was, was about a three hundred pounder. And nobody's talking talking about that Packers running back situation isn't. Well, we, either. one of our Twitch viewers just said Packers need a running back. I disagree. Aaron Jones is fine. He's Jones, fine, but Jones I, and Jamal are fine. I'm not Aaron sold. Jones with with opportunity is a good running back. Whenever he gets carried, just look at look at whenever he's getting 10, 12, 15 carries in the game. I watch game. a lot of Packers. He's good for some reason. He's good. He's he's not terrible. I think he fits great in the offense. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, it, the, to me, the Packers, no way they're addressing running back this year. And who's to say, what's, who's to say what's going to happen, too, with a whole new coach and all that? The system's going to be turned upside down. So it's hard to say. Yeah, I like Jones and Jamal. I mean, I think they're going to give those guys both 12 to 15 carries a game. They're going to split a lot of it. Jones will pull away and get like, you know, 17, 18 to Jamal's 10, 11. But they don't need a running back. I don't think they need a running back at all. They need, they need confidence in the coach. But <laughs> – it wouldn't surprise me either. Like, it wouldn't surprise me either if, if they traded one of those guys, uh, recouped like a fourth or fifth round pick and took a running back in the third because there's going to be a lot of running backs available in the third and fourth. So wouldn't surprise me. I mean, why why not? The Packers, what what all do they really need? A little bit of defense. Front, front, office, front office was their biggest need. The coaching and all that. So my number three, going to go with Weber, Homer pick here. I'm not a high state fan, so like no, that's, <laughs> it's it's definitely a homer pick for me. But I'm going to go a little bit, uh, you know, out of the realm here. I, I'm going to go with the Houston Texans. The Texans have an aging Lamar Miller. We don't know what Dante Foreman is, right? He, he looked pretty solid in college, but obviously injured. And you need someone who's durable, that too, durable, he? reliable, fast ability to catch the ball out of the backfield. Pretty good in pass protection, like. He's a pretty darn good compliment. Oh, by the way, they run a lot of spread down there in Houston. He comes from a spread system. I like Mike Weber going to the Houston Texans, and if he does, he's right there in your eligibility for that number one overall pick. Nobody had confidence in Lamar Miller, apparently, in our draft either. He went like, he just kept falling and falling and falling. I think he's going to be drafted out of a job this year. I don't know if he'll be drafted out of a job, but and someone, the- someone's going to take it week Five or six from I'm all, Lamar Miller. I'm also not confident in Lamar Foreman. Miller's health. I never have been. Don't like Dante Foreman? I, 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 I do. Don't, I, I honestly don't. I do. I just, I mean, the guys, has he played yet in the NFL? I miss the, days of, I miss the days of like Texans having like the like the, the Mario Davises and all that in the world. Alfred Blue. Yeah. And, like, 
all right, just someone else to get 115 yards in a game. <laughs> Good old Alfred Blue. What number are we on here? Four. Four. Okay. I, I'm going to give Damian Harris that number four slot for me. He does not deserve to fall out of the top five as far as running back prospects go. And I, I mean, he was the bell cow for a very good Alabama team. And he, he definitely looks better than some Alabama backs of ghosts past. I, I think he can be a really good starter in the league. I think the team he goes to is the bills. Uh, we're going to be cross. We're going to be crossing these teams up so much. We're going to hear the same names, but bills for me, Damian Harris, you cannot roll. I don't even, is there any news on LaShawn McCoy? I've heard nothing all off season yeah, we just on talked that about dude that. Nobody knows at anything. all. Like, so, and who else is on their team? <laughs> I mean, they have the they have the. I don't uh, know. Do they still have Mike Gilsley? Like that, that's what no. They, they like, have uh, honestly. That's what you look at with Buffalo Bills. They have the dude that's played for the Jets and Saints. What's that? What's that guy's name? Chris Ivory. They have Chris Ivory. Great, great, <laughs> great on you, Bills. You need a running back. Damian Harris probably be a pretty good one and a good piece to slot in with that growing young team. So I like Dar- Damian Harris to the Bills. Damian Harris. Damian Harris to the Bills. Running back needy teams all day long. We're going to hear every single one of them. Neil, number five. Neil's on five, four, I think. Are you on four? Because I'm, I'm not. I'm just going to hit four. I've only done three. It doesn't matter. Well, either way, I'm copying Barker's third pick. You're talking D- Damon Harris to the to the Bills. Yes. Okay. Okay. Cheater. No, it's it's hey, like, just uh, copy off me. Just don't make it look. It's too also obvious. it's like I don't. I've got a I've got a better like, player to go to the Bills. No, I don't like the Alabama. I don't like the Alabama running backs that much. I just I don't know. It's just, I don't. But I don't they're trust not, them. They're not. I want, great, great. I mean, it's it's this this draft class. I don't, I don't know what they're going to be. I have a better fit. He didn't do a lot this year, but if we roll the clock back to 2017, and we look at what Bryce Love did for Stanford. He's going to fall a little bit in the draft because he didn't do much this year. He's banged up. I think he's a bill. He's a, he. If you look at his game, the way he plays, it's a lot. It's very shadyish, right? I don't know. I think Montgomery better than that because I watched a lot of Alabama. Me too. That's what I'm saying. I watched a lot of and I watched a lot of Alabama games. And I think it's like it took me a while to remember. Like who was this guy that we're talking about? You know, a few weeks ago when it was like see him on the draft board and stuff. It's like who's this guy? And that's sad. I, 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 as much as I watched. It never popped off the screen to me. I mean, I'm not the most like 100 avid like hardcore Alabama fan, but still, it's like it's some guy I should remember. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's, it's, it's well, weird. It's, Alabama it's, puts a running back in the first or second round basically every year, so right. it's, it's hard to keep track of them. And, and usually they have two. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's usually it's like all right, you got well, it's Trent Richardson and uh, Mark Ingram. All right, so it's Trent Richardson and. Derrick Henry. Now it's Derrick Henry, and you know, rinse, lather, repeat. You got two people. At a it's time. like it's like which running back in which quarter is, is yeah. going to be. It's how it was, and I had a hard time. It's like it's as much as I love the game, as none of them all ever popped off the screen to me. I agree it, it, with. I mean, they weren't it, it, even though not a huge success in the NFL to this point. But Derrick Henry, they weren't Derrick Henry yeah. to where he just post Scarborough even. Yeah, to where it's like he was a superstar. Yeah, in for Alabama, both those guys were superstars. Trent Richardson, superstar. You know, Ingram, superstar. N- nobody in you're not looking at that right now. I mean, it's 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 insanity. Like I've watched as the, good uh, as they are. I've like Seth Montgomery putting all that play, I, and they've impressed me. And a lot of these guys that they have as as one and two and three spots. 
I don't. I'm not an expert. I'm not a Scott expert. I'm not perfect, but I don't agree with him. I just don't, and I don't trust it. So the my thing about Bryce, uh, Bryce Love is it to your five. Well, I actually have him as my four, but I, 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 didn't, and I, I like Bryce five. Love. I like him more than the Alabama guys. He doesn't have a. Uh, he he has the ability to catch the pass. He didn't do a lot in the past game. Um, I I think that's where it could hurt him. You know, it, what have we seen out of him in the passing game? But he's fast, man. He's he's a four four guy. You know, he's not big, but once again, they're they're trying to replace Shady McCoy. That's if that's the route that they're trying to go. You know, I think he's a good comp, a good a good uh, near one to one replacement. Yeah, plus, Josh Allen needs a dink and dunk target. Mm-hmm. He's pretty good for that. Correct. Not not the. Guys, I can't remember. I don't. I don't think he's. Uh, I don't think he's Gio Bernard. You know what I mean. I don't think that he's someone who's going to kind of flounder in the NFL, have flashes of success. But gotcha. Did somehow I start off four instead of going to Neil? Is that what happened? I think there? that's what happened. That's what happened. All right, so I'll go with five. Five. One of my favorite running backs in this draft. Not not in contention for one hundred and one in my opinion. But if he gets drafted the right team, we might think about it. Devin Singletary. Florida Atlantic, to me, is a guy that could be this year's Camara. I really, really believe he could be this year's Camara, and I think the perfect fit for him is a team that has never, I won't say never, but they, the Baltimore Ravens look for a certain type of running back, and that's going to change with Lamar Jackson taking over, with this whole team going to a whole new kind of offense, run through Lamar Jackson, I think Devin Singletary is the perfect weapon to be in the backfield with Lamar Jackson to where if either one of those guys, if they play a little option together and play a little bit of the screen game together and do some trick plays with Lamar Jackson and Devin Singletary, it's going to be really hard to keep track of that offense. I think Singletary is the perfect pickup for Baltimore Will it happen? I don't know. That's that's what I think the best fit is for Singletary. But if he, if Singletary goes there, I'm trying to trade into this draft because I want him. Really like me some Devin Singletary. Do you have any picks in our main league? Not till the second round. Which that's not really that bad. You're probably going to get the best running back in the freaking draft. I don't, <laughs> in the I don't second need, round? I don't even need a running back. That's the point. But. I don't either. But, uh, yeah, if I had a top five pick, I have no idea what I'd do with it right now. I'm really happy with my team. I might go Nick Bosa, just for fun. <laughs> just hey, I need him. I, I traded off the original Bosa for first. So I feel like you got shafted. <laughs> I don't know, man. He didn't. He didn't. I know. Kind of regressed. But my God, do you, I mean, what are you getting in this year's first? You know, it's it's scary. It's, so, all right. So you're on the. You hit the five. Who do you got for five? Five to Neil. I don't know where I would actually put him at, but probably I like Benny Snell. I like, I mean, it's hard to say where he'll actually go. Snail Olympics. <laughs> Maybe. But as far as a player, I like him, but I don't really have a, a spot that I would like to see him go to. That's a kid I like, Chance, though. That's the craziest part about this draft. Our rankings are going to be all over the place, and everyone else's are, too. I've seen Snell left out of the top 10 in some people's rankings, and I'm just like, I can't. I can't argue it. I can't hop on Twitter and be like, "What the heck are you thinking?" Because I'm. I'm leaving guys that people have in their top three. Yeah, it's like, as my seven through ten. I mean, it's it's just nuts. It's like Holyfield, for example. 
everybody loves Holyfield, and the combine happened, and all of a sudden nobody likes him anymore. I, I wonder, still like him. I wonder if the issue with Holyfield is he doesn't slow He's, down with he, pads on. You know what I mean? Like he still runs a four seven eight with pads on. Right. I, I feel like that could be the case with him, but and it set. He was scary in 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 the Georgia games. He's scary in a beast mode sort of way, right? But not like if he gets a sixty yard touchdown, it's because he broke fourteen tackles. <laughs> like the first three guys that were trying to tackle him got back up, caught up with him. Yeah. He broke that. He put, he, put, he packed his lunchbox and punched the time clock on his touchdown. So yeah. I mean, Absolutely, absolutely. So for my five, I'm going to go with Justice Hill. I love him, but the people so, waking so low. Hold I don't on get a second. It. To San Francisco. There's like 15 uh, running backs there, and they're all in the form. They all have like, the same form one? factor as I, Justice Hill. I get it. I get it. But do, I don't disagree. Do we trust any of them? No. Do you trust Jarek McKinnon? Nope. Okay, because I would have, and before he got hurt, I would have. Yeah, a, his production's limited in the NFL. Even Mozart was still hurt pretty pretty badly too, wasn't he? Okay, Mostert. Yeah. yeah. Breida had flashes. Mostert had flashes, but was anyone consistently good? You didn't want to start any of them. No, you were terrified <laughs> to start anyone because. A, they could go down in the first quarter. You know, it's like, oh, you know, they're going to start, they're fine, and and they play four snaps and they're they're out of the game. So, you know, I'm thinking get someone without the NFL mileage on them, get someone who hasn't taken the big hits, who fits in that Shanahan offense, who's someone who's, you know, going to be able to play in the pass game, going to be a, you know, fast guy who can uh, catch the ball to the backfield and, you know, run outside. Like, I, I feel like that's a good fit. With that being said, he could also go and not touch the field because Jarek McKinnon takes over the game. I get yeah. it. Very, very easily could, could fall I, that I, way. With that being said, I don't see Justice Hill as a first-round draft pick probably closer to a third or fourth. Like that, yeah, probably that, even later. That, that's, one of, that's what I'm saying. Like, Why would San Fran not take a guy that fits their mold that late in the draft? It's, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> I know. We ready for six? Let's go. All right, six is a guy that we were just talking about for me, Elijah Holyfield. I'm not passing on him because he ran a crappy yep. 40 time. I'm sorry. I watched the tape. I watched the highlights. We watched I watched him. the lowlights, and the dude can run the football. It's just it's the same alleyway as David Montgomery. They may not be the same player, but Elijah Holyfield's not going to break 80-yard runs, but he's going to get 30 and 40-yard runs. He's going to get you that tough one-yarder. And he's going to get you that tough one-yarder. Dude, the guy has vision. You don't have – speed isn't everything. He's got vision. He's got patience. I I like Elijah Holyfield. I can't wait till he falls to me in one of the drafts that I'm in, and I think he ends up an Atlanta Falcon. That's weird. I mean, that's weird there as far as the Atlanta spot. I can't see him with Atlanta, but uh, – Listen, I, Devontae Freeman is a concern. Yeah. He, he is a concern. He's not a definite to, to stay in that lead role. I think they're going to give him one more chance – and if he gets hurt, we're going to see Edo Smith. And as much as I like Edo Smith, Edo Smith is very much like an Isaiah Crowell to me. He's very much of a of a four yard back. Four and a half carry is his ceiling. Four and a half per carry. And I just don't think I don't think Edo Smith is that good. I liked him last year because I think he can be an Isaiah Crowell type guy. But he came out of a small school and was drafted like middle to late rounds. I can't remember exactly where. I want to say it was fourth or fifth. He was drafted to be a backup, mm -hmm. and I think he—I thought he had the potential to be a backup. I'm like, this guy's eventually going to be Tevin Coleman's replacement. He can catch a little, he can run a little. He's going to be an all-around decent back. But in Atlanta, with a guy that's been hurt, 
you don't want just one all around decent back. You want somebody that could push the envelope, and it's Elijah Holyfield. The, the only thing I would have against that is like you started off with is I think that I think Atlanta will probably want to give those two another year. Yeah, but Elijah Holyfield don't come in and and put the pressure on them from just a name standpoint. Like he's no. going to come in like, well, they drafted he's, him he, in the fifth or sixth, then he's not going to matter. A, but he could push him in camp. What, I don't know if you even thought about this or this is what you're getting it from is the fact that he's a Georgia kid. Didn't even think of that. Evander Holyfield's from Georgia. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I know that he is, but I did yeah. not. I didn't even. That's not even where my no no. I'm saying but that's was. always like you know certain teams. But it makes a certain, lot of sense. But I, it's enticing. But I don't know. I mean, I've got the same guy in the same spot. Hey, two me and Two different teams. Oh, I mean, I, he's gonna be mine too, but I, I won't go that route just for shakeup reasons. But oh, we we can all agree where he's located as far as ranking in the running backs. Atlanta what? makes sense because of like what I said the region reasons like he's got some clout there in, in Georgia. Tim Tebow had a lot of clout in Florida. And everybody I think Atlanta likes their Clemson guys and ACC guys. It's like a, it's Denver jumped up ahead of those Florida teams and grabbed Tebow. Okay, great choice. None of them gave him a chance after he was cut. But anyway, anyhow. anyhow, continue. But I have him going to the Ravens instead of Atlanta. I thought about the Ravens. So, do you have any any input as to why? Is it just the fitting of the mold of what they typically do? It's a 100% the mold. He's a big beater. That's what they like. He does remind me of Jamal Lewis. I love me some Jamal Lewis. I mean, back in the day, Jamal Lewis. <laughs> I haven't heard Lewis that name in, in a long time. In a, in a, in a, it's, it's a good feeling, right? It I, is. It's like, I like some Jamal, Jamal Lewis. Lewis. But think about it. I mean, a hard runner, maybe not the fastest guy, but he's going to get it done. I mean, a lot of people regret hitting him. I mean, Elijah Holyfield blasted linebackers like you it's not like all right well he's oh the linebackers bearing down on him you're like watch this he's an Okoye. yeah so i have holyfield to a different team that has no problem taking slow running backs the philadelphia eagles they they took a chance on jaye right didn't work out why because the jaye just isn't what everyone thought he was you know a few good games does not make a running back but i think elijah holyfield he does have it's he doesn't have a second gear, a better gear or anything like that. But he's got he's a more aggressive runner. I think Eagles missed out on having that bruiser, like when they have a blunt in the Super Bowl season. Yeah, I, I I think Holyfield is a fit because he has a better. He's something like a blunt and a Jaya together with more of a care to get you know keep moving the rock. Like I I think as bad as bad as I bashed him, I made the joke that I tried to upload his video from the forty from the combine. The file was too big. On Twitter, oh yeah, <laughs> Dude, pretty good. That, that might be my most liked tweet so far, yeah. by the way. But uh, it, it just fits what they actually need in in Philadelphia. I like it. So next, next. All right, number seven for me. I'm gonna go with Bryce Love. I know that he had a down year, and he had an, injuries have kind of held him back as well. But Bryce Love has shown that he can be a really good running back, and the landing spot's not going to be ideal. You're probably not going to take Bryce Love until the third round if this happens, but I think Minnesota, I think the Vikings are a good landing spot for you know, Bryce Love. I keep Love. wanting to put a, a guy in Minnesota for some reason. You have to. I've been thinking about that, is, I've really been thinking about is, that. Latavius is probably moving on. Dalvin Cook, he's the starter. But in the draft, you draft guys with the potential to be a starter, even if you already have a starter. Correct. Late. 
fifth round, sixth round. Bryce Love is probably going to be a fifth round pick, and it's going to be a team that needs depth. And whoever gets him, if he gets healthy, could diamond in the rough. I mean, we talked about this guy as 101 two years ago. Yeah. So, yes, things fell a certain way for him, and it's not going to happen. But he could be a steal. He could be one of those guys that is a second or third year breakout player in the NFL from opportunity or for injury. And the Vikings are going to need some depth. I just, Bryce Love and the Vikings, for me, just makes sense. Where do you see Love actually falling at? Fifth, sixth round? Fifth round. Yeah, I, I, fifth round, early fifth. Like, I think he's going to be in early to mid fifth, but it's going to be a great pickup for somebody if he, if he can get right. See, I'm actually feeling him a little bit higher, late third, early, early fourth. And what's the situation with the the skin? I, I don't think some well, of the best know, running backs are going to the third. That, that, what I was going to say is like if run, if some running backs went high, I don't know. I as I said, I have him at my four. You know what I mean? Like as a fourth guy coming off the board, fourth round, it might be because of a run on running back right. start. So what were you going to say? I was wondering like what the actual situation is with the skins running back committee. I mean, like the thought is Darius Geis is the man. Geis and is Thompson. Uh, is is um P Ryan still there? P Ryan's still there, there as yeah. of right now. They really don't need P it, Ryan needs to be a free agent. That's what because I'm thinking. I feel like he has the ability to I actually contribute to a team. I haven't it ca- just isn't I haven't been caught up on Thompson's um, contract, so I wasn't sure about that one. I'm not sure on his either. I think he's believe, a restricted free agent. I believe he's still under contract. I, might I was I, I was wondering about that because I know how I didn't really know how much depth they actually. I'll look it up as you're talking. So do you want to go ahead and go with this one? Probably Travion Williams. Okay. Nobody's really talked about him at all, and I really Stoops. like him. Stoops would like that one. Our our good friend Chris Stoops would love that one. I actually would like to see him go to the Chargers. Interesting placing. I mean, that's where I like him at. And Melvin Gordon's not exactly like I don't trust. He's not a pillar of health. No. <laughs> Yeah, but, no. but but Austin Eckler, they still have him on a right. rookie contract, if I'm not mistaken. Is I think this is his last year. I might be wrong on that. I mean, are you excited about that though? Productive. Eckler's not trash. He's definitely not. He's definitely not I a cardboard mean, th- cutout. There, there were no. times whenever you have Eckler on on your you if you had to start him because of an injury, you weren't disappointed because of it. You know, maybe it was 75 yards in the passing game, but he, he gives you something. So no, I. I I am with you, kind of in the same mold of the Vikings. I kept wanting to, for some reason, put someone with the Chargers, and I and in my mind, I'm like, why do I keep doing this? They have Melvin freaking Gordon. Cook's been injured. You don't trust any of the backups there either. Yeah, it's just like, like Gordon has something going on constantly. It's I don't know. You and I can see that. because you, you you don't stop drafting running back just because you have running back. You've got to have somebody to replace him eventually. Like, this is the last year of Thompson's deal, okay. just by the way. But like with the Chargers, okay? Or if any team, running backs are just a rental. Mm-hmm. They really are. And Rivers, a lot of the success has always been with the catching running backs. Yep. Absolutely right. Thompson's got one year. One year. So, I, so I, to that point, I don't think they will be drafting I was thinking about the Redskins with all the health issues down the whole squad. It's, and P. Ryan's a bum. See, I, I, I don't think P. Ryan's, P. Ryan's a bum. I just think he just has a complete lack of opportunity. Like I, I feel like if he had 20 carries in a game, it would probably surprise you. I, I don't think – and get tore up on this, I understand it, but I don't think P. Ryan's any worse than Adrian Peterson is right now. And I don't think he was last year. I just feel like it's like, all right, we signed AP to be because we had guys. We thought he was a man. 
he gets hurt. We go ahead and sign Adrian Peterson. Pleasant surprise. But I think P. Ryan would have been fine. Now, does he offer a lot in the pass game? No. Neither is Adrian Peterson, though. Thompson, like, it's hard to say actually how good Thompson was as far as actual running, actually a running back. Or just he was a, a terrible running or just, back. He's, he's, just a great, a fa- he's just a fancy product. Great pass catcher out of the backfield. So my next man up is actually going to be Benny Snell. And you may have put him at the Bears. Did you put him at the is Bears? Is this seven? Are we switching order again? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We're seven. Well, okay. good. Might as well do a round, you know, round just, just go round table. Yeah. Arms is seven. Benny Snell. Um, Love Benny Snell. So my seven as well. I'll throw that in there. Okay. So sweet love. I'm putting I'm putting him with the Bears because with the kind of predictability that Jordan Howard's gone. Yep. Right. I, it, I'm not even going to talk about mine. I agree with you 100. percent Snell to the Bears. Howard gets traded to Tampa. Go ahead. What about Cohen? It, it, Cohen is a third down back. He's 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 not. He's more. He's, but, yeah. I, no, I, he's I, not. I, Guys, yeah, he, he is. He's like 120 pounds. Like no, he's 100, not. no, he's 170 though. Like he's not he's he's not big enough to be a feature back in the NFL. That's where you have a Benny Snell. Now he is not going to be a three down back. Let's just get that out of the way. He's going to be a two down back. Occasionally play on third down. Him, him and Tariq can rotate. There we go. He's he's going to fill the role that Jordan Howard had this year. Athletically, he's probably a better athlete than Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard is not that impressive. Benny Snell has did a lot in college. You know, I know Howard was pretty impressive with Indiana, but Benny Snell played. I love Mr. Benny Snell. Benny Snell played in the SEC, did what he needed to do to. I mean, took Kentucky to what eleven or ten and three season, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Like to do that at, in Kentucky without Jared Lorenzen. Yeah, without. <laughs> yeah, without or Couch or Tim right? Couch. You know, <laughs> to do that in, in Kentucky. You know, honestly, and basically the feature player on the team. All right. Everyone knew the ball was going to Snell a lot, and he was able to produce. Um, had a pretty decent yards per carry. I don't remember what it was. I want to say it was, I'm pretty confident it was over five. It may have been close to six. Um, but actually, it was right at five. Excuse me. But he has a nose for the end zone. He has the ability, not a huge pass catcher, but the ability to catch the pass out of the backfield. You know, only had 17 receptions last year. But give me him for the Bears fits what the Bears have traditionally wanted in an offensive or excuse me a running back. Love it. Nothing to add to it except for Jordan Howard to Tampa. <laughs> Next, is that speculation or did that just happen? That's speculation. No, no, that didn't just happen. We'd stop the show and be like, "Red alert! We've got a trade alert." You're seven, Neil. I like Gaskin, and I was like, and I was like, sure where he'd land. He's a small kid. Somebody looking for a third down running back, obviously. You have him as your seventh? I, mean, I I've took some people out because I don't want to talk about them because okay. they've been talked. But I do like Gaskin. Okay. Sometimes, like, it's, t- it's talking fantasy-wise, okay? This is all it is. If you need, say, a guy just for a bye week, if he's going to be actually a third down running back is catching balls, I'll take the seven or eight points. Instead of, okay. instead of a guy who might get 10, 15 carries that's averaging three to four yards a carry. But I, I just I see Gaskin as such – I mean, he's not big. He's 5'9". Right. He's a small – he's a very small kid, but he's, he's, he's fast. He's 193. Like, but fast, he's five, he, he runs a 4.53. He's not like a 4.4 guy. You know, it, his game to me – and I'm not hating on the guy. Right. It, it's, I'm not hating on your pick, but to me, I'm just sitting there looking at it like, how does he translate to the NFL? Is he even – Athletic enough to be what you know what teams are looking for in a third down back, and I I question that a little bit. I can understand it. That's just a it's just a guy I actually like and I've seen play, and I think he would he can find a home, but he's not going to be a one two two maybe 
I don't see that happening. He averaged like four yards reception too. Mm-hmm. Like he, he was a dink and dunk. You know what I mean? It, it's not like he was doing a lot with his reception. No, no. He, he averaged four point nine yards a carry. I mean, it, against an absolute. Tell me, name a defense in the Pac-12. None of them are worth a crap. There we go. You, <laughs> if you average four point nine yards a carry and four yards a, a reception. Are you NFL ready? The and, question, I mean, that, that, you, can't that, always, you can't always say that. It's like, from what I've seen and all I, that. I get it. It's all, it's all about system, too. I get it. I get it. And, you know, I, I I had high hopes for Dante Pettis, and I still do. I think he's going to be solid from last year, you mm-hmm. know, coming out. But, man, like, he didn't do a ton his last year in college, and you're like, shoot. You know, I, he's got a lot of skills to translate well to the NFL. He didn't do anything this year. No. I guess Rose colored glasses. Number eight, Arms. Number eight? Shoot, I'm not prepared. You want me to go? Because yeah, I've got it lined go. up. All right, number eight for me, Justice Hill. And I think this is another guy that could be very Kamara-like. You know, we kind of tend to take an explosive playmaker that's a little undersized and be like, he could be Kamara. He could be. Everybody, I, everybody likes a PPR guy. Everybody likes a PPR guy. And listen, I know that they just signed a guy off the street, and I know that I was saying, like, they don't necessarily need a running back. But Kansas City's going to see this guy fall into their lap at some point in the draft, and they're going to see a Jamal Charles-like opportunity with Justice Hill. If Damian Williams don't work out, Carlos Hyde is truly washed up. Sorry, truly washed up. Justice, he could be a guy that could spell both of them, and they could come out with this three-headed committee I could totally see Kansas City doing after mm-hmm. losing Cream Hut. Don't get me wrong. I like Damian Williams. I like him a lot. I think he's going to be just fine. I think he's going to be a top 15 running back in the league because of the team that he plays on and because he showed a little more burst than I have ever seen him had last year. But Justice Hill, to me, is a good fit for Kansas City. I don't, I don't think they can just rest on these veterans. 27-year-old Damian Williams, 29-year-old Carlos Hyde, Damian Williams has been bounced around the league. Carlos Hyde been bounced around the league. They gotta, they've got to take a chance and grab somebody that could make Patrick Mahomes look that much better. I didn't realize that Williams is that old. Yeah, twenty six. I mean, he played with the Dolphins for years, and he just uh, he was terrible. <laughs> he was terrible in Miami. He had his moments as a goal line back, but he was not good. And last year, I saw him with the Chiefs when he when he started playing. I was like, he did not have that burst in Miami. That dude has well, done some you work the in fish the gym. Off of him. Oh, jeez. It makes player typically better. Just saying. <laughs> he did not have that burst. That dude has put some work in in the gym and really upped his game. I believe in him. I'm rooting for him. But Justice Hill to Kansas City is a good fit for me. Nine? Who's number nine? I don't have a ninth one. Or wait, eighth. I'm sorry. Or eighth one. Eighth. So I'm torn here between West Hills for Slippery Rock. Slippery Rock. What about the kid from Memphis? I I was getting to him. He's, yeah, he's on my list. The other one I'm looking at here is Miles Sanders. All right, he's on my list. See, there's so many so, guys that were so close to seven, eight, nine, ten. So the reason I'm, I'm going to go with the Hills, and there's it's a completely arbitrary connection. It means nothing, but Baltimore Ravens. All right, the guy had stupid good numbers at both Delaware and Slippery Rock. They're not afraid to take a chance on someone from a small school. We have saw it. Mm-hmm. The Ravens need somebody who ha- who is more than just a running back. 
They need someone who's more than just a pass catcher. They've got Buck Allen to catch passes. They've got Gus the Gummy Gator Edwards to run the ball. They need a more complete back. Do I see uh, Hills actually breaking into the starting lineup? It's going to be difficult, but if given the opportunity, I think he does have an opportunity to shine. And we also we also know good and well that if someone goes to Baltimore, even through injury, if they succeed, they can get get a starting job. And I think that if he ends up, uh, if Hills ends up as the running back for the Ravens, somehow gets some run, I think he has an opportunity to lock down the starting job. Even though I think uh, currently the Gummy Gators, the, the man there, the Gummy Gator. All right, let's do. Uh, let's roll with it. Number nine for me. I'm I'm going to throw Mike Weber's hat, uh, his name into the ring. I I like Mike Weber. I like him a lot. I think he has the potential to be much better than the ninth overall running back. But I like him at nine just because I, I still don't think even with the combine chatter, he's going to get drafted very highly. And I got him at nine because I think he's going to go to the Dallas Cowboys to be with his mm-hmm. good old buddy, Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, Rod Smith is a free agent, and they literally have no one behind Zeke. And Mike Weber is kind of the perfect guy to draft to be behind Zeke. I'm not saying they play the same type of game. They they don't. But Mike they play Weber, a similar game, but not a lot of people have that tackle breaking ability. Exactly, Zeke does they I need mean, something a little different? Mike Weber, pretty solid pass catcher. Mike, anytime I say something about Ohio State, I'm like, I go right back to, uh, you know, Dwayne Haskins. He's more of a running quarterback. He, he, <laughs> for some reason, every time I talk about the Buckeyes, but I like Mike Weber in Dallas with Zeke as that change of pace guy and a guy that could pull seven to ten carries a game. That's perfect for Mike Weber. Uh, and unless you really believe in him, which I do, but I don't think NFL teams are going to draft him as their starter. He's going to be one of those late bloomers that after he's out of his rookie contract could land a starting gig because he's backing up Zeke in Dallas. Okay. They could definitely use a backup. Absolutely. They have nobody. <laughs> they have, they, I don't even think they have anyone signed currently <laughs> at running back besides Zeke. It doesn't matter. I think Rod Smith is on, uh, is a free agent this year, even a sleeper free agent, in my opinion. He could be a pretty I, decent uh, sign for somebody. I absolutely agree with you there. Okay, so my next man up, unless you're ready to go. Well, we're, we're, we are both going to discuss probably Miles Sanders, right? Yeah. So go ahead. I'm not. I'm leaving him out of my ten. So <laughs> whatever, I dude. I won't say much about you him. Like but you he, guys got him covered. You don't like him? He's my number eleven. Really? Yep. I, and I like him, but it's just this draft is so crazy. Like breaking it down, he just didn't quite crack it. If you're a fan of like you know great C running backs, this is the year. This is like it really is. Amen, Reverend. Amen. <laughs> I don't have a you know specific landing spot for him. It's just I, we lost a lot of Penn State. Yeah. So, yeah. so same spot. Like I have Sanders as my next man up. Like it, a gun to my head. I'm putting him on a team that. Doesn't actually need a running back. I, I don't know. I honestly, to in my own mind, I, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I, I'm going to put him with the Carolina Panthers. Um, they they need something to spell CMC. He's, yeah, he's not. Going, he's not going to be a starter. You know, Sanders on that team, he's just not right. Because once again, I, I I also don't think Wes Hills is going to be a starter. But you got to. I think he has enough. 
dynamic to his game to where he can, you know, be on the field for three downs if necessary, if CMC's hurt. But, I mean, they, what do you, I mean, are, are you going to get, go with another CMC like player? No. No, you don't. And you don't, they've proven that they've, they can't support a bell cow between the tackles kind of guy. So, Sanders is my pick you know, to care. You know, we haven't really, we, we touched on the Eagles being a landing spot for somebody. Mm-hmm. Holy uh, good. No, I'm saying, but we really haven't touched on, you know, Rams. I mean, I mean, yeah, I, I Gurley's thought, there. I you know, I thought mean? about it. I don't think we. I actually thought about Holyfield to the Rams for a minute. The the Rams have Gurley. They're going to re-sign C.J. Anderson. They have John Kelly. I just, I don't. I mean, maybe I, in another year they draft another guy, but not yet. I was thinking. I mean, I was, I mean I'm thinking like, you know, last camera day or something like that. They might take somebody, but it's like we. I, I think it was at least up. We should at least discuss it at some point. It's mm-hmm. like. We're on 10, right? Mm-hmm. Disclaimer, I wanted to put Daryl Henderson at 10. I wanted to put Miles Gaskin at 10. I wanted to put Miles Sanders at 10. I wanted to put Travion Williams at 10. Dexter Williams? Travion Williams. <laughs> I'm going. Close. I'm going way, way outside on my number 10. LJ Scott. To me, it's to, to me, it's way outside. Patience, vision, balance. This guy, and I know this is a really weak comparison. The guy looks like Le'Veon Bell before Le'Veon Bell decided to become Le'Veon Bell. He looks like he has all the potential in the world with some work in the gym, on the practice field. I think this guy, this he's my sleeper. Hate to say that because I'm probably going to not get him in any of my fantasy drafts now, but LJ Scott's my sleeper, and he's also my Jacksonville Jaguar. He's my contingency plan for Leonard Fournette. Do you think he'll get drafted? LJ Scott? Yeah. Seventh round. <laughs> I think All he'll right. go into seventh round. I don't round. think he gets drafted. I think he will. Seventh round. UDFA. Seventh round to Jacksonville. Bring it on down to Jacksonville. Jacksonville need, they do need someone... Who is capable? But call, I, call not, it one of those I'm Fuego sure hot takes. I'm not sure it's LJ Scott. If he went to Jacksonville, I guarantee you he will be on. He's going to be drafted in our fantasy draft. Oh yeah. Oh absolutely. Yeah. Probably way earlier earlier than he should be. Listen, way if, if there's any year that you put more stock in situation than ever at the running back position, it when it comes to rookies, let's take him. Snag. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, Kalen Balage went in the first round in a bunch of drafts. I saw John Kelly go in the first round. I looked because, at that. because it what last year's rookie running backs was top heavy. It wasn't deep, and people needed running backs. And they drafted guys that never should have went in the first round. And L.J. Scott, if he gets taken in the seventh round by a running back needy team, he's a third round dynasty rookie pick in my opinion, <laughs> and one that I'm happy to take because I like what I see out of L.J. Scott. He just needs to get stronger and more durable. Okay, kind of like Le'Veon Bell and faster. Have be- have better vision. Running backs don't be, need be to be a harder fast. runner. I mean, what? Elijah Holyfield proved that they don't have to be fast. All right, so my last man up, Dexter Williams. I, I do like where he's coming from. Dexter Williams going to be the eventual replacement for David Johnson in Arizona. What? Yes. The replacement. <laughs> Why is he getting replaced? Injury concerns eventually become a free agent. One injury. Hold on. Injury concerns be eventually becoming a free agent and wanted to play for a contender. Yeah. He walks. He walks on his own terms. Dexter Williams is 
next man up. DJ's got to prove something again. He hasn't done that yet. It's ludicrous. <laughs> but I like it. I mean, I just called LJ Scott as my, my rounding out my top 10. So it, That all depends on the, yeah. if, he, if he actually landed to the Jaguars, I would agree. Right. That's so, all. That's what that's what I got on those top ten though. I I I feel dirty. <laughs> I feel so dirty with, with these guys in my top. We're 10. doing th- we're doing this after being able to talk about Saquon Barkley <laughs> in the off season last year. Like, yeah, I just I just feel gross. Like you're talking after that last last year. You're talking about Saquon, and you're like, well, you know, there is competition. There's no guarantee Saquon's going to be successful. Because Darius guys could go into a better situation or this or that. But you still knew Saquon was going to be good. And this year you're like, mm, if they get drafted by the Jets, they might be all right. I mean, people were, were like, know. they were dropping seasons and trading off, you know, Class A players to get Saquon. Which I, <laughs> I, 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 which I talked against, I will tell you. And, and, and I'll tell you right now, was probably wrong. Like, if you're trading a top three guy to get Saquon, you, you you were take you were taking a calculated risk, but I'm all about like I'm gonna keep Zeke if Saquon's the number one pick last year, right? Mm-hmm. It's like I'm gonna keep my known very good stud running back over a rookie that we've never seen play in the NFL yet. It's a, it's like I think the best feeling you can have with the fantasy owners that to know your running back is I spin carries of anybody. Correct. You're like I don't have to worry about anything. They're one through, you know, one through four, whatever. That's a really great feeling. Like even like Sam McCaffrey, for example, he shouldn't be the every down back, but he is. Yeah, he shouldn't. But but that's the way the NFL's starting to lean. I mean, should Kamara be an every down back? I think he should. CMC, yes. Justice Hill, if he puts on, if Justice Hill can put on fifteen pounds without, without, without sure. losing his speed, without level, losing yeah. his yeah. I think they'll. I think he would definitely have to put on weight. See, like Kareem Hunt reminds me of, or not Kareem Hunt, excuse me. Alvin Kamara reminds me a lot of like a Jamal Charles without the injury concerns. Your pick, by the way. Mine in, now. In the brill. <laughs> I'll get there in a minute. Um, by the way, I, I looked up statistics. David Johnson, one season over a thousand yards in rushing. He's only played three, four. One of them I, was a missed season. Just Three, saying. but the year he had the, uh, over one thousand, like was that the year he also had like the oh, eighty he, receptions and he had sixteen rushing touchdowns, eighty receptions for eight hundred seventy nine. Yeah, like seven thousand yards four. or something. Like he he had a stellar year, but you, you can't just sit. Steve Slayton had a great year. David, you know, John, David Johnson's going to come back guns a blazing. It's like we, it's, I hope so. We discussed it earlier. Just like the NOC changed in the middle of the season to Byron Leftwich, and they did not use the. They did not use him correctly at all. <laughs> no, they didn't. All I'm saying is, so you're you're at year four. I don't know if he's signed any extensions or anything like that. He could have an opportunity to walk it. Uh, he might be having an opportunity to walk this he year. Could really league, he could be out of the league in a year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, they've got to address the running back situation at some point in Arizona. And going cheaper bodes well for their future. And I don't think they're doing it right by taking a quarterback first. And he shuts his laptop. He's like, boom. Done. Done. Next. Next. All right. Number 11, we're not doing because we're doing a top 10. So there you go. I'm sure we're going to hear a lot of flack for this because we left people's people out. Like, I wanted but to have man. Travion. I, I wanted to have him in Me it. Me too. I, I like him. Sorry, Stoops. But 
can I can I visualize a landing spot for him to be successful? Like it, it's hard to place a uh, a third down back. It's just really hard to place. It. Okay, I'm going to put him in Tennessee, and he's going to be a third down back. Like, come on. Well, you know, after the first five, we were really struggling. After the first one, I'm struggling. At, yeah, at even a Weber. When I, I say Weber, I don't know who's like, going anywhere. And like, is, is there a complete back in this year's class? And I'll, I'll give you credit because it, it takes balls to say Mike Weber because he probably truly is the most complete back. I've seen him. We've all seen him like in in our neck of the woods. It's like run over great defenses. Yeah, yeah. But you know, then you got you know the two Alabama kids and they killed it, but. They were always fresh too. Let's also realize that. Yeah, they're shuffling they, five or six guys. Yeah, were they getting you know twenty five carries a game? Never, never getting twenty five carries a game. They were getting ten because someone else who who was equally talented was getting ten. So and and there was no, there was no drop off between them. Like which one's better out of the two? They're both pretty darn productive. Over five yards carries is pretty good. So, I, in the main league, I mean, I got I'm a, I think of one oh six. And I don't want that pick. I got 106. Well, I might be 105 or something. I'm like 106, that. 108. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think I want it. It's like it's like we talked about the last like 10 years. Like the one, the number one. Since run- you don't want it, give me 105. I'll give you 106, and you can give me back a fourth rounder. <laughs> Boom! There it is. Since you don't want that pick, let's uh, let's end the show, and we'll keep talking a little on Twitch about the back row invitational league that we're currently drafting. We'll probably take the headphones off, but we'll leave the mics on. We'll sit how we are, and we'll give you a little more. Uh, Football talk, but as far as the podcast version of the Back Row Fantasy Show, Bark is out. Good night. Good night. Peace. This concludes another episode of the Back Row Fantasy Show. Thanks for listening, and be sure to give us a review. 